we present Daddy's Girls Nigel Banks. Hi Grit, how are you doing? Yeah, good thanks. So come on, spill the beans, how did it go? Typical. Don't tell me the photo he used on his profile was 20 years out of date. A medallion? What decade was he living in? You don't half pick him, Gret. I told you, internet dating was a mugs game. All those divorced sados just looking to get that leg over. You're better off curling up on the sofa with a bottle of vino and a DVD. Yeah, I know you want to get back into the game again, but trust me, it doesn't pay to seem too desperate. You've just got to take it slowly. Play the longer game. Oh, I just knew you were going to throw that back at me. Well, we've decided to have a cooling off period. It means we've agreed to see each other every two or three weeks since he's been relocated. He comes down from Leeds on a Friday night and, uh, well, we seem to spend most of Saturday in bed. And then he goes back on Sunday morning. I know, it's not exactly the ideal arrangement for a meaningful long-term relationship. Yeah, it's like I'm in the 21st century version of Brief Encounter. I don't know. I just feel like I'm treading water at the moment. Oh, the usual. Hectic. Deadlines to meet. Plus all the usual office politics. I'd give it up tomorrow if I didn't have a mortgage to pay. Dad? He's fine, I think. I don't see much of him these days. We're like ships in the night at the moment. He seems quite chirpy, though, when I do actually manage to have the odd word. Yeah, I thought he might go into a deep depression after Mum died, but he seems to be coping remarkably well. Of course, I've forgotten. Yes, he's due to come up to you at the end of the month, isn't he? Yes, I'll make sure to remind him about bringing some warmer clothes this time. Honestly, I don't know how you manage up there. Every time I look at the forecast, Aberdeen seems to be minus three degrees. Oh, hang on. I've just had a text come through. It's probably Greg, so I better go. Okay, sis. Yeah, you too. Love to the boys. Love you loads. Bye. Bye. So, what has Weekend Boy got to say for himself? Is that you, Dad? I'm home. In here. <sighs> Darling. I, uh, could I have a word? Uh-oh, it must be something serious if you're calling me darling. What do you mean? I often call you darling. Hmm. So, what is it then? You haven't dented my car again, have you? No, nothing like that. It's, uh, it's a bit delicate. What is it, Dad? You're not ill, are you? You are getting plenty of exercise like the doctor told you. Oh, yes, I'm doing lots of exercise, all right. Never felt fitter. No, it's I... Uh, I'll just get myself a drink. Do you want one? Yeah, you can top me up. I get the feeling I might need it. Are you sure you're all right? I hope you're not sickening for something. Don't forget, you're due to go up to the frozen north soon. You don't want to be under par for that. I've just been speaking to Greta and she said to remind you to pack some warmer clothes this time. I don't want to go to Aberdeen. Look... I know it's a long way and you feel a bit isolated up there during the day while Gret's at work and the boys are at school, 
but you've got to give it a chance. And we did agree that you'd spend a good portion of the year there. I know we did. But things have changed a bit since then. I, uh... What's changed? I thought we'd all agree that it was best to rent out the house after Mum went, because it's far too big for you to be rattling round in on your own. You virtually retired from the business now anyway, so you get to divide your time between my place and Greta's. Yes, it seemed like a good idea at the time, but now... What's the problem? We rub along pretty well, don't we? I know only having the one bathroom can be a bit of a pain, but I'm out at work during the day and you seem to be out most nights these days. So it's not as though we get in each other's way all the time. No, that's fine. That's not the problem. I know weekends can be a bit of a problem when Greg's here. But that's only once or twice a month at the moment. And to be honest, I'm not sure how much longer it will last. I don't think the relationship's going anywhere. I wouldn't be at all surprised if he dumped me soon. Actually, I think I'd dump me. I don't have much to offer a guy these days. I've met someone. I'm getting crow's feet. My boobs are starting to sag. I've met somebody. Maybe I'll save Greg the trouble and, and dump him first. A preemptive strike. I've fallen in love with someone. That'd wipe the smile off his smug face. You've what? I've met someone and we've fallen in love. Did I miss a few weeks without realising? It's not April 1st all of a sudden, is it? I'm serious, Meg. I, I know it's a bit of a shock. It's been a shock to me too, I can tell you. A bit of a shock? That must be the understatement of the year. How did this happen? I can hardly believe it myself, but it's true. I'm in love and I'm just so happy. And yes, I realise it must be difficult for you to get your head round, but I hope you can be happy for me. And, and when you meet Leah, I'm sure you'll get on like a house on fire because she's just so... Whoa, whoa. Let's just rewind the tape before we cut to the scene of me and Lottie. Leah. Right. Leah. Getting cosy with each other and swapping cake recipes while we sip our glasses of sweet sherry. You don't like sweet sherry. Neither does Leah, for that matter. Stop changing the subject. Who is this woman, anyway? Some gold-digging golf widow, no doubt. Not at all. Leah happens to run her own business, very successfully. She designs websites. Uh, I think I've got a picture here. Huh. There you are. That's her. But she's so... so... Attractive? No, I mean, yes, she is, but she's so... Stylish? No, well, not my style, but yes, she clearly takes care with her appearance. But Dad, she's so young. She's 43, to be precise. Is she? God, I hope I look that good when I'm that age. I'd have put her at 35 at the most. But she's still far too young for you. What are you playing at? You can't be serious about this. What's going on? You're a bit past it to be having the male menopause, if you don't mind me saying so. I do, as a matter of fact. Leah thought I was about 50 when we first met. So when I came clean about my true age, I expected it to be put off, but not a bit of it. Anyway, it's not about raw numbers. You're only as old as... As the woman you feel. Yeah, we know. But how on earth did you meet this woman? And how long has this relationship been going on? I can't believe this. So how did you meet? Come on, Casanova, I want all the gory details. We'd both signed up for that local history evening class. Lecture was crap, though. So we both bunked off during the tea break. We headed for the nearest pub. Had a few drinks, got talking and, 
Well, there was a mutual attraction. We made each other laugh. And I realized how little I've laughed in recent years. It was the same for her. She'd been so busy coping with her divorce, building up her business, and being a single parent, she hadn't had any time for herself. She'd made herself sign up for the class just to get a change of scene and meet some new people. <laughs> Did she realise that... Yeah, the local George Clooney would be there just waiting for her. Hardly. But I'll do till he turns up. Anyway, we've been seeing quite a bit of each other, and our feelings have deepened to the point where... So that explains why you've been going out so much these last few weeks. Yes. Been a bit of a dirty stop out, haven't I? Anyway, the thing is, we've decided to live together. Leah's invited me to move in with her and her kids. I seem to have hit it off really well with them so far. Kids? How old are they? Uh, Katie, the elder one's in the sixth form, and Joanna's about twelve, I think. Just perfect. Well, at least you'll have a second chance at dealing with awkward teenage girls. Let's hope you make a better job of it this time around. I intend to. I hesitate to trot out one of the usual cliches in this kind of situation, but I'll do it anyway. It's far too soon to be thinking of moving in with her and her teenage brats. You've only known each other a few weeks. What are you thinking of? I mean, has she any idea how untidy you are? The poor cow's going to get a hell of a shot when she finds out what havoc you can wreak in the kitchen. Not to mention the fact that you and the Dyson are complete strangers to each other, despite having lived under the same roof here for months. Have no fear, daughter dearest. I have laid bare all my severest shortcomings to her, but to no avail. She seems set on the idea. And don't think we haven't discussed all the predictable objections, the age gap, her kids, the short time we've known each other, everything. Mum? Sorry? Yes, I bet you kept that bit quiet. Mum's the word. What do you mean? That you lost your faithful wife of 35 years less than 12 months ago. Of course I mentioned that. It's one of the first topics of conversation we had. I told her all about my family's circumstances and she told me about hers. But Dad, this isn't right. It only seems a few weeks since we finished replying to all the condolence cards. And here you are about to shack up with a new younger model. I wish you wouldn't use that kind of language. You make it sound all so sordid when it isn't. Oh, yeah? I bet you haven't told the fragrant Lola about the merry dance you led mum all those years. All those sordid little affairs with secretaries in the office. Colleagues' wives. <laughs> I bet you didn't mention those family circumstances. All right, Megan, that's enough. That'll be an interesting first topic of conversation for Letty and me to discuss when we finally come face to face. Leah, I said that's enough. How dare you presume to lecture me on such matters? I'm entitled to a life of my own, you know. I may be a semi-retired widower, but that doesn't mean I can't still have some enjoyment in my twilight years. And if that happens to include starting a new relationship, then you're just going to have to get used to it. You always did put your own interests first. We always came low down on your list of priorities. That's not true. I, I know I've not been exactly the ideal father, but I always made sure you were well provided for. It's not about that, can't you see? It never was. I'd willingly have traded some of the creature comforts for more of you. But we always had to play second fiddle to the business. Or your latest bit of skirt. There's no need for that kind of talk. Isn't there? I'd have said this was just the right time for it. 
My mother, your wife, dies after a long painful illness and your response a few months later is to jump into bed with a woman nearly young enough to be your daughter. It wasn't like that, I swear to you. We thought long and hard before... <laughs> well, go on, Dad. Say the words before you screwed her. I bet we thought a lot more about it than you did when you jumped into the sack with that teacher. What was his name? David Pratt? Duncan Pillock? <laughs> it was Duncan Pollock, as you well know. Yes, well... We can both play the game of getting names deliberately wrong. Yeah, okay. The point is, he knocked you up. He was supposed to be in loco parentis, and he took advantage of you. Not to mention scuppering your chances of getting into Cambridge. I was 18 when it happened, Dad. I was an adult. I consented. As you never tired of reminding me at the time, if you bang on about being treated like an adult, then you've got to behave like one. Which, clearly, I didn't. It wasn't all his fault. Anyway, he paid a much higher price than me in the end. Lost his job, career down in the toilet, and then his wife left him. My heart bleeds for him. Serves a scoundrel right. Aren't we being just a tiny bit hypocritical here? I bet some of those secretaries you were screwing couldn't have been much older than I was then. All right, all right. Look, this isn't getting us anywhere. There was never going to be an ideal time to have this conversation, but maybe late at night wasn't the best idea. Probably best to sleep on it before either of us says something we'll really regret. So, I'll say good night, and no doubt we'll talk about it more tomorrow. Come on, Greta, pick up! Hi, Gret. You've probably gone to bed by now, but it's very important. It's about Dad. He's not ill or anything. Well, not in the usual sense, but it is serious. Call me back as soon as possible in the morning. We need to talk.